Good morning, good morning, good morning. Hi, how are you? Well, me, I am fine. I am very, very tired, I'm afraid, because my little one isn't very well. Oh, excuse me. So he has been up all night, um, which has been meant that I've been up all night as well. So I'm kind of dozing off luckily i don't have to go to work <laughs> because otherwise i'd be dozing off at work but uh it just means that i can doze off a little bit later at home uh so yeah it's not very good i'm afraid <laughs> but me i'm feeling fine apart from being extremely tired so you will have to to forgive quite a few yawns today, I'm afraid. Oh, right. Um, let's crack on. Uh, okay, so the riddle from yesterday. What was it? Um, and who got it right? Uh, well, let's have a look. So the riddle itself was, if you drop me from the highest building... I would live. But if you drop me into water, um, I will die. And that was from a Fraz and Asba. Well, uh, the answer was paper. And Mia, you got that right. And Andrew, um, you kind of got it right because you said tissue, which is almost correct so i'm going to say you got it right anyway um so well done and well done to anybody else who guessed it correctly um excuse me uh the riddle for today is from mia um andrew you've sent me a couple in um so yours will be over the next couple of days uh but this one is from mia um, and it says, if you give me food, I will live forever. But if you give me water, I will die. What am I? <gasps> Ooh. Well, could be. No, it can't be a person because people need water more than food to live. So... Hmm, I don't know. Maybe you know. <laughs> uh, right. Oh, the fun fact. The fun fact's really weird. We have loads and loads, hundreds of muscles in our body. Okay. <clears throat> but did you know that your tongue is the only muscle in your body that's attached at only one end. Every other muscle in your whole body is attached at both ends. Well, there's a thing, but your tongue flaps around, blah, 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 um, quite happily being attached only at one end. Can you imagine? If it was attached at the other end to something, uh, say the roof of your mouth or your lips or something like that, how would you talk? You wouldn't be able to, would you? Nope, 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 nope. 
but thankfully it's attached at one end because otherwise we wouldn't be able to talk again uh so the human body is amazing <laughs> um right well the true false um question from yesterday i loved it it was great and i'm actually glad even more today because we've discovered that it's true so who got the true false question correct we got da, da, da. jasper you got it correct so well done to you um unfortunately mia you got it wrong um the question was is it true or false that three percent of uh three percent of the ice in the antarctic glaciers is penguin pee <laughs> and it's actually true i love that i don't know why i love it so much but I really do love the fact that it's penguin wee. So I suppose they've got to go. Oh, excuse me. I suppose they've got to go somewhere, haven't they? So, um, and a three percent isn't a great big percentage, but there you go. Now you know. Uh, so yeah, it is. Um, I wasn't sure whether it was true or false, but it is. Now, this one's a bit of a yucky one as well. Um, so, is it true or false that your nose or your, and your sinuses, which are inside your nose, uh, create almost one litre of mucus daily? Every day. Oh, my gosh. So, um that would mean that you've got especially if you've got a runny nose if you've got a runny nose then and a cold then yes i can think that it might be true but other than that where does it all go then one liter is an awful lot it's like a jug full so i don't know i don't know about that one but I have been surprised. So, <laughs> um, this one may surprise me. You never know. Um, I think it might surprise me, but hey-ho. Right. Who have we got messages from? Da -da 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 -da. Well, I asked Sienna's question, didn't I? Um, I asked... Uh, would you, if you could do one or the other, would you prefer to teleport or fly? Uh, oh, yes, most people have chosen teleport. So I chose teleport because I'm terrified of heights. So I'd be no good flying. I wouldn't be able to look down. Daisy and Alice, you both chose teleport um, and you wanted to remind me that it's daisy's birthday this month and i checked and i have got it written in my book my birthday book so um there will be a happy birthday 
um, on, I think it's the 29th, I believe. Um, so, Mia, you would rather fly. Fair enough. Um, so you got the riddle right, but you the true-false question wrong. Um, Evie, you would like to teleport. And Evie, um, you want, also wanted to tell me, um, because I didn't know who Terzus was. Um, and you said that it was yours when you were having a sleepover at your grandma's and you were using her grand uh, her iPad. So uh, thank you for letting me know, just so that I know who, I, who I'm talking to. Uh, Sienna, it was your question and you um, preferred to teleport. Uh, uh, because <laughs> your reason for teleporting um, was quite funny. Um, because when you wanted to go somewhere, you would be able to go without having to pay to get in. So actually, I think that is a sensible um, reason, really logical. Uh, so Sienna, you also said that you hate peanuts and you hate peanut butter um, uh, because I said it was a uh, peanut, peanut day yesterday um i love peanuts and i love peanut butter as well peanut butter and jam oh well peanut butter and jelly other people call it but we call it jam uh, jasper you prefer to teleport um and you got the true false question right uh andrew you didn't say whether you preferred to teleport or fly uh who else have we got um, 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 um mia oh mia we've got a joke uh why did you throw the clock outside wanted to see time fly of course <laughs> love it uh and daisy and alice you've got a joke as well what is as big as an elephant but weighs nothing at all Ooh, an elephant shadow of course <laughs> and we've got a new person messaging today uh annie hello annie i love it when new people message me um so you uh, love the stories and the jokes and stuff um, and say thank you, which is always lovely to hear. Uh, I love doing the jokes and stories and stuff, but it is always nice to hear a thank you. So <laughs> that's really lovely. Um, and you said, can you have more of the naughtiest girl stories? um so we're actually having one today so there you go uh i'd already decided that before i read your message so oh my goodness let's have a look what other interesting information have we got oh you will never guess what day it is today <gasps> national cream filled donut day whoa i love cream filled donuts yummy yum yum do you know my 
sun uh, around the corner from us they do you know like um jam donuts round and they've got um jam inside well um these donuts around the corner are chocolate like chocolate donuts and they've got chocolate inside so they're like double chocolate donuts and they've got chocolate icing on the outside so they're like triple chocolate donuts my son loves them um and um, he doesn't have them very often i will admit um because they are quite sickly uh he doesn't think so but i do and um but for a treat every now and then i get um the children a cake for after dinner and uh <laughs> and he always chooses one of these triple chocolate donuts so i'm sure that actually um does that would that be like a cream filled donut i assume so because although it's not actually cream inside it's like a chocolate i don't know chocolate kind of cream i think it would class as a cream filled donut so i think we might get one today for after tea for just a treat what do you think i think so so national cream filled donut day that sounds lovely uh gobstopper day who likes a gobstopper um i used to i used to um not so much now uh, i think i'd break my teeth if i tried to um chomp a gob gobstopper mind you're not supposed to eat them chew them crunch them whatever <laughs> you're supposed to suck them forever aren't you um who has watched uh willy wonka um and or who's read willy wonka and the chocolate factory and it's got or charlie and the truck i can't speak today because i'm tired <laughs> uh charlie and the chocolate factory isn't it um and uh they go and visit the factory by willy wonka and um they have everlasting gobstoppers um oh can you imagine an everlasting gobstopper that just went on and on and on and on and on my mum used to give me gobstoppers to stop me from talking <laughs> whose mother does that hmm um mine used to have a gobstopper there you go, Sarah, have a gobstopper. And I put it in my mouth and that would be it. I wouldn't be able to talk and she'd have peace. <laughs> um, unfortunately, my children don't really like them, so <laughs> I can't do exactly that. Uh, I still have to have them talking. <laughs> Not that I mind. Uh, so it's also National Colouring Day. <clears throat> so who likes colouring? I love colouring. Um, I know it sounds really weird coming from a grown-up, but I absolutely love colouring. I draw sometimes and then colour the the uh, what, I've, what I've drawn. But I also have a colouring book and it's a unicorn one. And um, it's just amazing. I can sit there just chilling it's so relaxing 
so if you're ever feeling really, really anxious about anything, then just colour because it soothes your soul. <laughs> um, if you are actually thinking about it, if you are actually feeling anxious, I have got some magic things. <laughs> well, I say magic. Um, I'm my, my daughter was a little bit anxious about going to school and starting sort of secondary school or high school as you call it um and I made one of these for her and it's called a worry bear um and it's only a little tiny thing uh well I say little tiny is about two inches high um it's just a little little thing uh and I made it I made her a yellow one because that's her colour at the moment is yellow and um it is just something that you can tell your troubles to um but I decided that I thought do you know what everybody has troubles everybody has worries and um anxieties and is anxious about something <clears throat> so I've put them for sale on my um, on my little uh, shop. So I've got a few all made up in different colours, um, and uh, and they're only they're only one ninety nine each because they're only little. Um, so uh, if you are, I don't know if you are worried about anything, then uh, feel free to ask for one um just tell me what color you would like um and uh as i say they're only 199 so they're not expensive but um they are good my daughter actually uses hers um she tells her troubles to them uh to it puts it under a pillow she does take it to school as a little comfort thing but she um uh tells her troubles you know any worries that she's got and puts it under a pillow and in the morning sleeps on it and in the morning they've all gone away so there you go magic indeed do you not think <laughs> um so they are on my facebook page if uh you wanted to have a look at them um so I just thought of those as I said worries um right so we have got a story story and like I said we have uh the naughtiest girl in school so if you bear with me while I just find it again the naughtiest girl in school and we're on uh what chapter are we on um chapter six is it chapter six bear with me uh and yep chapter six elizabeth joins her class <sighs> so here we go Elizabeth wondered where she was when she awoke the next morning, but she soon remembered. She was at that horrid school. A bell rang. 
Nora sat up in her bed and spoke to the others. That's the bell for getting up, she said. Stir yourselves. You've got half an hour. Elizabeth thought she wouldn't bother getting up. She lay there warm in her bed and looked up at the white ceiling. Nora's voice came sharply to her. Elizabeth Allen, are you getting up or not? Not, said Elizabeth cheekily. Well, I'm in charge of you five and it's my job to get you down to breakfast in good time, said Nora, poking her nose round the curtain. Get up, you lazy creature. Are you a monitor? asked Elizabeth, remembering the boy of the evening before. I am, said Nora. Come on, get up, Elizabeth, and don't make yourself such a nuisance. Elizabeth still lay there. Nora nodded to plump Ruth and the two went beside Elizabeth's bed. Together they stripped all the clothes off the lazy girl and then tipped up the mattress. Elizabeth gave a shriek and slid onto the floor. She was very angry. She rushed at Nora but Nora was big and strong and caught hold of the angry girl's arms at once. Oh don't be silly now she said. Get dressed and hurry up or I'll give you what for. Monitors do that sometimes, you know. Elizabeth felt that she couldn't bear to test Nora's threat. She washed herself very sulkily, dressed, cleaned her teeth and did her hair. She was just going downstairs when Nora, who had gone into everyone's cubicle to see if they were tidy, called her back. Elizabeth, come and put your chest of drawers tidy. Do you want me to put the rest of your things into the locked box? Elizabeth went back and tidied her things. It was quicker to do that than argue with Nora. She wondered if Nora would notice that she'd put socks on instead of the long brown stockings. But Nora didn't notice. She was in too big a hurry to get anyone uh, get down to breakfast in time and besides she didn't dream that anyone would wear socks instead of stockings at Whiteleaf school but a great many of the other children noticed Elizabeth's bare legs at once and giggled Miss Thomas noticed them too and called to Elizabeth You've put the wrong things on, Elizabeth. You must change your socks for stockings afterwards. But Elizabeth didn't. When she went up to make her bed afterwards, she didn't change at all. Nora saw that she hadn't and spoke to her. Oh, for goodness sake, put stockings on, Elizabeth. Really, I should have thought anyone could be quite so silly as you seem to be. I'm not silly, said Elizabeth. I prefer socks. Stockings make my legs too hot and I'm going to keep my socks on. Ruth spoke to Nora. Nora, Elizabeth is really babyish, she said, and the babies at Whiteleaf are allowed to wear socks, aren't they? I've seen them in the kindergarten with their dear little bare legs. Well, why not let Elizabeth keep her socks to show that she really is only a baby, although she's getting on for 11. I mean, you can easily explain that to Miss Thomas. 
That's a good idea, said Nora with a laugh. All right, Elizabeth, keep your socks on and we'll explain to everyone that we're letting you because you're really not much more than a baby. The girls went out of the room laughing. Elizabeth put on her bedspread and stood thinking. She didn't think she wanted to keep her socks on now. If only the younger children wore them because they were the babies of the school. She didn't want to. The babies would laugh at her and so would the others. Elizabeth tore off her shoes, grabbed her socks and pulled them off in a temper. She took out her stockings and pulled them on. Bother, bother, bother. Now she would have to wear stockings after all. She flew downstairs to the gym where she had been told to go after making her bed and tidy in her cubicle. All the others were there. Elizabeth had felt sure they would all make remarks about her stockings being on after all. But nobody took any notice of her at all. Hymns were sung and prayers said. Miss Best read part of a Bible chapter in her rather stern voice. Then she called the names of all the girls and boys to see that they were there. Elizabeth had a good look round. The boys and girls were in separate rows. There were a good many teachers, both masters and mistresses. The matron of the school, who looked after the children when they were ill, stood on the platform with some of the other mistresses, a fat, jolly-looking person, dressed like a nurse, in an apron and cap. The music, oh, excuse me, sorry. The music master played the piano for the singing and again when the children marched out. He made up a fine march in June and Elizabeth liked it very much for she loved music. She wondered if she was supposed to learn music at Whiteleaf. Miss Scott had taught her at home, but Miss Scott was not musical and Elizabeth had not enjoyed her lessons at all. Out marched the children to their classrooms. You are in Miss Ranger's class, said Ruth, poking Elizabeth in the back. Come with me and I'll show you. Elizabeth followed Ruth. She came to a big sunny classroom and into it poured six boys and nine girls all about Elizabeth's age. Backside this desk, squealed Ruth. I like to be by the window. She put her things into the desk. The other children chose their desks too, but the new ones were told to wait till Miss Ranger came. Ruth sprang to hold the door open as soon as she heard Miss Ranger's rather loud voice down the passage. In came Miss Ranger. Good morning, children. Good morning, Miss Ranger, said everyone but Elizabeth. <clears throat> All the old children can sit the new ones must stand while I give them their places, said Miss Ranger. She gave Elizabeth a desk at the back. Elizabeth was glad. It would be a good place to be naughty in. She meant to be bad in class that very morning. The sooner that everyone knew how naughty she meant to be, the sooner she would be sent home. Books were given out. We will take a reading lesson first, said Miss Ranger, who wanted to make sure that the new children could read properly. Then dictation and then arithmetic. 
Elizabeth could read beautifully, spell well, and she liked arithmetic. She couldn't help feeling that it was rather fun to do lessons with a lot of people instead of by herself. When her turn came, she read very nicely indeed, although she had a great many difficult words in her page. Very good, Elizabeth, said Miss Ranger. Next, please. Elizabeth got all her dictation right. She thought it was very easy. Miss Ranger took a red pencil and marked very good on Elizabeth's page. Elizabeth looked at it proudly. And then she suddenly remembered that she had meant to be naughty. Oh, this won't do, she said to herself. I can't get very goods like this. They will never send me home. I'd rather be naughty. She wondered what to do. She looked at Ruth by the window, wondered if she could flip her rubber at her and hit her. She took her ruler, fitted her rubber against the end of it, bent it back and let it go. Whizz! The rubber flew across the schoolroom and hit Ruth on the left ear. Oh! said Ruth in surprise. She looked round and saw Elizabeth's grinning face. Others began to giggle when they saw Ruth's angry look. Elizabeth grew bolder. She folded up a bit of paper and flipped it at Helen, who sat in front. But Helen moved her head and the pallet of paper flew past her and landed on Miss Arranger's desk. She looked up. Playtime is for things like this, she said. Not lesson time. Who did that? Elizabeth didn't answer. Miss Ranger looked up and down the rows. Who did that? She said again. The boy next to Elizabeth poked her hard with his ruler. Own up, he whispered. If you don't, we'll all be kept in. So Elizabeth owned up. I did it, she said. Well, Elizabeth, perhaps you would like to know that I don't allow behaviour like that in my class, said Miss Ranger. Don't do it again. I shall if I want to, said Elizabeth. Everybody looked at her in amazement. Miss Ranger was surprised. You must be very bored with these lessons to want to flip paper about, she said. Go outside the room and stay there till you feel it would bore you less to come back than to stand outside. I don't mind how long you stand there, but I do mind anybody being bored in my class. Now, children, get out your paint boxes, please. There was a clatter as the desks were opened and paint boxes were taken out. Elizabeth loved painting and was very good at it. She wanted to stay. She sat on in her desk and didn't move. Elizabeth, go outside, please, said Miss Ranger. There was no help for it then. Up Elizabeth got and went outside the door. You may come back when you think you can really behave yourself and not disturb my class, said Miss Ranger. It was very dull <clears throat> standing outside the door. Elizabeth wondered if she should wander away and have a swing. No, she might meet Beauty and the Beast. Ha <laughs> ha. 
she was being naughty all right. But it was dull standing so long outside a door and hearing happy talk coming from inside as the children painted blue and pink lupins that Miss Ranger had brought in. Elizabeth couldn't bear it any longer. She opened the door and went in. I can behave myself now, she said in a low voice to Miss Ranger. Miss Ranger nodded without a smile. Take your place, she said. There's no time for you to do any painting. You can do a few more sums. Sums again, thought Elizabeth angrily. Well, I'll just be as bad as soon as ever I can think of something really naughty to do. So she missed out on the good stuff because she was naughty. But ended up doing more sums. That's what you get. <laughs> you get more sums and no painting if you're naughty. Sounds about right to me, I think. Don't you think she deserved it? Oh, I do like, um, although I don't, wouldn't, wouldn't like her in my class. Um, and I really wouldn't like her in my children's class because she would disrupt everything. So, but I think that uh, she can be quite a nice little girl if she really wanted to be. Any old how? Any old how? Um, right. So who who likes colouring? Um, and what is your favourite thing to colour? That is um the question today oh my goodness i've got hiccups i do apologize oh <sighs> one big yawn <laughs> once my children have, my other two children have gone to school i'm going to go back to bed with the little one so that we can both have a um a little bit of a rest hopefully um so you will have a wonderful wonderful day make sure of course that you Take care and stay safe. And I'll see you all again tomorrow, hopefully. Um, and don't forget uh, to ask about the worry bears if you want wanted one. Um, or even if you just wanted me to send you a picture of one, because I can. Um, if you don't have access to the um, uh, ooh, Facebook. Um, so you all have a great day. And I'll see you all again tomorrow. Okay? Bye for now.